0: Hello, and welcome to the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast, a podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a successful business. My name's Marie, and I'm a website designer based in the UK. And each week, I will bring you simple and actionable tips to help with your website, your marketing, and just running a small business. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to episode 109 of the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast. I don't know about you or whether I'm turning into one of those old people. Yes, I am old. (laughs) But I have to ask where 2023 has gone. It feels like it should be about March time. Anybody else desperate for spring after all the wet weather we've had? But sadly, it's not. It's November. Late November. It will be December in just a few days, and people are putting up their Christmas trees already. I'm not, I hasten to add. I can't even begin to think about Christmas yet. 2023 is almost over. I hope it's been a good one for you. I might do an episode about my own highs and lows this year. there have certainly been both. But 2023 is not over yet. And this episode is all about the final weeks of 2023. Should you throw in the towel and start on those tubs of celebrations, quality street and heroes, watching Home Alone on repeat? Or can you squeeze more out of 2023? Well that's what this episode is all about. No need for overwhelm here. This is not about frantically trying to juggle lots of work, trying to make a sheep costume or whatever for a small child's starring nativity role. This is about finishing 2023 on a high, not in a heap. As this episode comes out, there are five weeks left of 2023. That's 10% of the year, a significant chunk. So don't give up on 2023 yet, it's really not done. Now I know the final week is Christmas and New Year, and even if you take the week before Christmas off, like I'm doing, that still gives three more weeks of 2023. Yes, I know there's lots of things to do in those three weeks to get ready for Christmas, especially if you've got kids breaking up from school soon. But you can still end the year strong. Let's go back to the beginning of the year. What were your goals for 2023? What else can you do in these final few weeks to achieve them? Can you make one final push? I'm not suggesting you try to complete all of your 2023 goals in three weeks. It's important to prioritize. It's a bit like the day before a school exam. You're not gonna be able to learn everything. So what can you learn that is most likely to make the difference of a grade? That was always my strategy. What's gonna bring you most bang for buck, as they say? What's gonna make the difference between this being a good year and a great year? Or maybe an okay year and a good year? What would you be most proud of achieving? Maybe it's completing that training that you know will make the difference. Maybe it's finishing the book you said you would write or at the very least, starting it. Maybe it's reaching out to that person you want to collaborate with. Maybe it's about finding somebody to take over your website. That one's very easy, just reach out to me. (laughs) And maybe you want to earn more. You've got financial targets you want to hit. Well, I am telling you, it is not too late. Seriously, so many business owners assume that people only spend money on Christmas things at this time of year. They don't. I've just taken a booking last week for a new bespoke website and I'm still having discussions with others. And I'm about to spend money on non-Christmas things too. So you've got at least three more weeks to continue to sell. I say three because that takes you up to a week before Christmas. But you don't need to stop there, especially if you take bookings online. Do not give up now. Reach out to the people you've spoken to before as they are most likely to buy. Put out offers on social media and to your email list. Make sure people know that you're still taking bookings. And of course, think about whether you can package up your products or services as a Christmas gift that they could buy for others. That's not possible for all businesses, of course. I've yet to meet anybody who has gifted someone a new website, although a new website might well be on their Christmas wish list. Or something like an accountancy service. But these are exactly what people are still continuing to buy themselves. You don't need to package these up for Christmas. You just need to continue to sell them. But if you're a personal trainer, yoga teacher, massage therapist or similar, then you should be promoting what you do as gift ideas. I'm all about buying services and experiences for my friends and family this year. They've already got enough stuff. Admittedly, my niece and nephew will be getting noisy plastic tat. Sorry, I I mean thoughtful educational toys. (laughs) But otherwise, I'm actively looking for services and experiences to buy as gifts. So please, make the most of the last few weeks of 2023 and see how much you can sell. Whilst we're on generating revenue, Selling is not the only way to bring cash into your business. Use this time to chase any unpaid invoices, to invoice for services delivered and to finish work that you can then invoice. This time of year, I'm always in a frantic state of trying to complete a number of client websites and I'll be able to invoice them in 2023. So how much money can you make before the end of the year? And if that sounds like a challenge, then Please take it as that. I want 2023 to be your best year ever. And it's definitely not too late to make it. What else can you do? Well, as we approach the end of the year, it's also a good time to start to prepare for 2024. I'm seeing lots of coaches advertising 2024 goal setting and planning days. And it is a good idea to think about what you want to do next year, what you want to achieve. But before you do that, I think you should think about what you can do to start the new year without things that should have been done in 2023 holding you back. What can you get off the list? For me, that means two things. One is finishing as many client projects as I can. My clients then start 2024 with a shiny new website to represent their business in the way they want. And I get their website off my to-do list. And websites I've started, or I'm just about to start, well, I'm aiming to get the design agreed before Christmas. So I can start 2024 building the rest of the pages. It's a natural break. I start 2024 with new projects and website build-outs. What does it mean for you, client-wise? And the other thing that I'm doing is trying to tie up as many admin tasks so that I start the new year without items that have been languishing on my list for months. Have you got any of those? (laughs) Can you get them ticked off? Or even better still, ditched or find somebody else to do them? December always used to be the time when I did my accounts. Yes, I'm last minute. I always intended to do them in April, straight after my year end, but that never seemed to happen. And I used to end up spending a couple of days in December sorting everything out. Not my favourite job in the world, but it meant I went into the new year with my accounts and tax return complete. I must admit though, I'm feeling quite smug this year because they're done, thanks to finally finding an accountant and it being Wendy's responsibility now. Yes, I still need to provide the information and I still need to sign them off, but at least I don't need to spend as long as I used to. So what's been on your to-do list for too long? What would it feel really good to get off that list? What do you not want to take in 2024? And to me, that's more useful than vision boarding and goal setting for 24 at this stage. I'm not suggesting that you don't vision board and goal set. I always set goals. I'm just suggesting you try to meet your 2023 goals first and tie up the loose ends so that you start 2024 with a fresh slate, so to speak then you can use the new year when you're feeling refreshed or stuff full of mince pies, mulled wine and those celebration chocolates (laughs) to really think about what you want to achieve in 2024. November and December are busy months for most of us. There's Christmas fairs, parties, nativities or carol concerts, father Christmas visits and over-excited children. There's also presents to buy and wrap. Have you remembered everybody? And there's always at least one tricky person to buy for. In my case, my mum. I've been there. And I've also spent many a Christmas ill. Hacking coughs, colds, lost voice, sheer exhaustion and one year the flu. I'm convinced it's because I've tried to do too much in the run up to Christmas. I used to run a gift website. And I managed to get one of our products, an enormous world map board. This world map board was over a metre wide. And I managed to get it into the Times gift guide. Ten days before Christmas. That was both a blessing and a curse. We were absolutely flooded with orders. It was amazing. But I was packaging and sending out all the orders myself. And I must admit, I pretty much collapsed on the last posting day before Christmas. So while I talk about finishing the year strong and starting the new year fresh, I also want to talk about taking care of yourself and not ending the year in a state. Do not try to do everything yourself. I'm going to say that again in case you weren't listening. Do not try to do everything yourself. Think about what really needs doing. What do you want to do? What is going to make the difference? And then what shortcuts might there be? What can you get somebody else to do? I'm not talking here about delaying things. The whole point of this episode is to finish 2023 strong. And that doesn't mean pushing everything into 2024. If somebody offers to help, let them. Give them a job. I don't do any of the veg for my Christmas lunch. We have all fresh veg, but my mother and mother-in-law do it for me. They offered one year. Such fools. (laughs) They probably regret it as they now do it every year. I actually think they enjoy it as they chat away, putting the world to rights whilst peeling potatoes and putting crosses in the Brussels. I always make the cranberry sauce because that's something I love doing. Your business is the same. What's important? What's going to make the difference? What is going to make your 2023 better and get your 2024 off to the best start? How can you make that easy? What shortcuts can you take? what can you give somebody else to do? And it might be a case of finding somebody to do some domestic tasks so that you can do the business ones. One of my mentors, Charles Wasmond,'s top business tips is to hire a cleaner. Christmas is a time of lists. So list everything out that you want to get done, both at home and in business, everything that you want to get done before the end of 2023. What's going to make the difference? Then how can you make that easy? This is not the time of year to be trying to be fancy or heroic. This is the time of year to get stuff done. Delegate and make the rest as easy as you can. So then you can enjoy the mulled wine, mince pies and carol concerts. Let's end 2023 strong and healthy. Let's make it our best year in business yet. And let's get set to make 2024 even better. That's it for this week. Shorter one than usual, I know. I've got an interview for you next week, which is really, really good. Really special interview. You're going to absolutely love it. So have a great week and I will see you all next week for another episode of the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Kitchen Table podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do follow or subscribe to be informed of new episodes and don't forget to share with a friend. Thank you so much.